Uh, so anyway, <clears throat> I, I went to Kohl's over the weekend, um, and do you know what they had playing? Do anyone know what they had playing? <laughs> it wasn't the Forge podcast. That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, so, someone said Mariah Carey. Yeah, Christmas music. And um, I went home and I set up my tree. Right? It's like contagious. The the trees everywhere. But 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 we're still in November, which means that it's still Thanksgiving season. Not Christmas season until tomorrow. Right? We're still we're still in Thanksgiving thankful season, um, and we'll start the Christmas series next Wednesday, a week from today, but until then, we're still, we're still in Thanksgiving, um, and I think Thanksgiving, well, also because I wrote most of a Thanksgiving message to give before Thanksgiving, and then got sick, so, uh, but we're doing it now, <clears throat> but um, I think, I was thinking about the word Thanksgiving, and I thought it was an interesting name for a holiday, specifically because pretty much nobody's thankful. Um, and I, I came up with a few other names that I thought might be more appropriate for the holiday. Uh, day, so, and they all end with day, you know, like the holiday, like day. So I'm going to eat as much as I, I'm going to eat so much I can't walk day. I'm just glad we have a four-day weekday. Can't wait to shop tomorrow day. Christopher Columbus day. Wait, no, no, that's, that's already one. We got, not that. Pilgrim's day, that'll work. Uh, one day a year I pretend turkey isn't dry and nasty day. And finally, I'm wasting a day off spending time with my family day. Uh, now obviously, I don't, I don't agree with those things, not all of them at least. I do think turkey's dry and disgusting. <laughs> but um, that's, that's obviously, it's what Thanksgiving's become. But what is Thanksgiving supposed to be about? What's Thanksgiving supposed to be about? What? Gratitude. Gratitude, yeah. Thankfulness. Um, giving thanks. And, and that's what I want to talk about today, is just gratitude, giving thanks, being thankful, um, and, and what that looks like in, in maybe areas that you wouldn't expect to find it. Um, but before we do, let's pray for the message, and can I have a volunteer to pray for us? Whoa, the tw- that's, that's twin power. That's twin power. Go ahead. Yeah. Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us together tonight. Uh, open our minds and our hearts to the message and teach us something that you had planned to teach us on this very night. Amen. Thank you. <clears throat> so Thanksgiving is technically a secular holiday, but at the same time, um, the Bible is insistent that we give thanks, um, not just on holidays, but all the time. Uh, if we're using Thanksgiving as like a one-time day, one-time thing, one-time season to be thankful, then we're not following um, God's direction for our lives. Uh, and, and to this point in my life, I have not had the gift of prophecy, um, but I can say confidently that I know the Lord's will for you. Maybe not his whole entire, definitely not his whole entire will, but I do know a part of his will for you, and that's because it's written in the Bible. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, 18. um, I want to just kind of all read that together, um, and we're going to do it 
multiple times. So if we could all read it, is it? It's up there, right? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So how do I know that that's the Lord's will for you? How do I know that? Because it says so. And uh, <clears throat> Pastor Shad said um, a little bit ago that you don't have to ask about the things that God's already made clear. So you don't have to ask, is it God's will for me to rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances? You don't have to ask that because it says it already. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And let's, so let's read it again. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Um, for the next um, few minutes and for the next week, I'm hoping to transcribe these verses onto the tablet of your heart and just really engrave them in your mind um, so that you'll never forget them. Uh, I want it to be like a song stuck in your head. I know... Uh, there's, there's a few verses that are that way um, for me and probably for a lot of other people, and I'd love for this to be one of them, where you, you can just always recall it, just always remember it um, for the rest of your life. Um, so the, the man that wrote these verses, though, his name is Paul, and he wrote a lot of things, a lot of letters, and oftentimes his letters, his writings, were written from prison or under house arrest and um, a lot of times the reason he was put in prison or under house arrest was because he was speaking the gospel and performing miracles um, and I do want to take a second to just kind of realize like how hardcore it is that they throw Paul in prison for preaching the gospel and what does he do while he's in prison he preaches the gospel um, he's, he's no joke like Paul he was, really, he was really out there getting it done. Um, but, but that's what I want to talk about today is prison. Thanksgiving and prison. And like what a heartwarming Thanksgiving message, right? Being thrown in jail, being under house arrest. But, but that's the thing that really drew me to it. Is like you would think on a, on a scale of like being locked in prison and Thanksgiving, you would think that they're like on totally opposite sides of of the spectrum on the scale, but in today we're going to see Paul bring them together to be one and the same. Um, and we're going to be reading from Acts chapter 16. I don't have it on the TV, so if you want to read along, Acts chapter 16, starting at verse 22. Um, I'm going to have Ryan uh, read it for us. Just what's that? I don't know. Do you guys think it would be weird if you wrote it, but read, it, read it back there? Or would that be okay? It's like surround sound. Surround sound. You're good. Um, but not yet. So it's, uh, the passage as a whole is, is pretty long. And um, I did want to summarize kind of what happened just before um, Acts 16, verse 22. Uh, and it, it, there was a slave girl who had a spirit of divination. And she, she made a lot of money for her masters by fortune telling, essentially. And uh, we don't have time to unpack 
all of that because that's that's a whole nother thing. Uh, but Paul ended up casting the spirit out of the slave girl, uh, performing a miracle. And um, the slave masters were really, really upset um, because she was their means to money. Like, that's, that's how they were making money. Um, and they took Paul to the, to the law, basically. And um, that's where Ryan's going to pick up. So thank you, Ryan. Um, so there's a lot more to this story, but I wanted to focus on how Paul responds to the things that happened in this in this passage. Um, so and and also how Paul would say to respond. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read something that happened, and then all together I would like to um, repeat what Paul's response would be to any, any point of your life, which is the verse. So, they were stripped of their clothes. Rejoice always. Everybody with me. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. How could somebody do this? They, they just got their clothes stripped from them. And, and what, what does Paul say to do always? Rejoice always? The next thing, they were beaten with rods. And what's the verse? Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So they're stripped of their clothes, they're beaten with rods, and then they were thrown in prison. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now, is this, is this just kind of like a nice idea? Is this just something that Paul would say to do? But when it like really comes down to it, when you're stripped of your clothes, beaten with rods and thrown in prison, like I don't think anybody, I think, I think there might only be like two people in the world, the history of the world, that would still praise in the circumstances. And I think their names are Paul and Silas, the guys that this happened to. It, it blows my mind that they were able to do this, but it shows something that, that Paul wasn't just writing to write. He wasn't just writing something that he didn't actually believe in, but that he actually believed that you need to rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances. Paul, and the other thing that I think, personally, that, that we probably read past frequently is 
they were beaten with rods many times. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think we have anything in our law that we can compare to this. And uh, my initial thing that I wanted to do just to, to make it, um, really put it into perspective what this actually looks like, I wanted to bring a rod and beat something with it. I didn't do that, but like, if I stood up here with a big bamboo stick and a punching bag, and I cracked it over it many times, that's that's what these guys were going through. Um, they were they were really beat up. That's never happened to me, but I'm willing to bet if it did, my reaction wouldn't be to pray and sing hymns. But that's what Paul is calling us to do. And that's what Paul and Silas did. If Paul can sing and pray in prison, we have no reason. That, there's no circumstance. If Paul and Silas can pray and sing after being stripped, beaten, and thrown in prison, there is not a circumstance in our lives that we can't have the same response to. If Paul can write letters from prison, there's, there's no circumstance where we couldn't do the same thing. We couldn't encourage people in the same way. How much easier could it be for us to write letters of encouragement in our freedom than Paul, who's being persecuted, who's being thrown in prison for doing the same things that he's doing in prison? And uh, so for this last day of November, this Thanksgiving message, that's what I want to do. I want to do those three things. I want to pray, I want to sing hymns, and I want to write letters. Um, so we, we have plenty of time to do those three things, and we have no reason not to. Um, so just uh, we're going we're gonna to start with praying. Just in your seats, just quietly. Um, I just want to spend a few minutes in prayer. Just thanking God for, for what he's done in your life. Thanking God for um, just being good. And then we'll, we'll get into, into worship in a few minutes.